When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The drive is safe. wherever you're listening right around the country to the driver's seat. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. And I say that with the utmost of trepidation. <laughs> but uh, gentlemen, it is good to have you back on board right across on every SEN. Uh, so how are we? Test, test, test one, two. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nimsy, you've just saved your career. Because if we'd have gone a threefer um, on the mechanical and digital issues... I don't think you'd get a chance to have another crack next week. Oh, you'd, there's you'd dust been... in here. Jesus, yeah. it's bloody insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have been sacked, big boy. So the fact that we've, we've made it off the line, gearbox, engine, drive line, everything's good, Stevie J. I think we're going to be able to get on with the show. We're if, here. Woogie's just leaving. See you, Woog. See you, Woog. <laughs> 15th producer, Woogie. <laughs> yes, he's done. We have got a absolutely massive show. And you know it's a big show because Stephen Johnson has wolfed down a McFlurry. <laughs> And uh, we're, we're all just <laughs> <laughs> Woogie's cracking up in the background, folks. <laughs> That's just gone to air. So he's a bandit. If we, if, Nimsy's, in all seriousness, if you could get Stevie Johnson a McDonald's sponsorship for McFlurries or something of that nature, he will be able to buy an investment property. Oh, you are not wrong mm. there. But uh, yeah. look, we, we do we do this show with all the great support of our mates at Kubota. Uh, they've been doing it for over 40 years, making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We've got a big, big one to go through. It is, of course, the middle of the supercars season. So we'll be doing our traditional mid-year report card. So I hope uh, you boys have got your little, what are those fancy hats the teachers have called? I don't. Oh, cap and gown? Tinfoil? So. Cap oh. and gown. If, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to answer that because I'm not entirely sure well, Stephen made it out of primary school, but it's called a cap and gown for those that went to high school, really? private schools. Yes. Well, look, there is plenty yes. happening in the world of motorsport. We'll touch on that in just a moment. We'll preview the Sydney Super Night. We will also talk about Formula One, but there was a lot happening in the world of the ARC, the Australian Rally Championship Round 3 was last weekend. In fact, if you missed it, here's a little snippet of the highlights. Harry Bates, Coral Taylor, this is their time to shine. It's been a pretty tough year without a win, 13 months actually, and since Coral and I won, but uh, total gratitude for our team and, and everyone who's worked so hard to, to get us back on the top step. He's done a fantastic job. That is dominating. Great job to Harry Bates and Coral Taylor. And what a great job on the Channel 7 coverage by the one and only Dean Herod's The Voice you just heard. And guess what? He's joined us here on the driver's seat making his glorious return. Dino, welcome back. Hello, team. How are we? And I was waiting for it. I was thinking, oh, they're sitting up. What have I done wrong now? But uh, <laughs> we've just managed to sneak through. <laughs> How are you, team? Oh, we're good, mate. I told you when I last saw you that it wasn't going to be long before you're back on again, and you didn't believe me. 
No, well, it took you to do it, mate. I know you were in there batting for me to try and get some alley back. <laughs> hang, on, hang, there, but... hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Dino, before, before, no, no, because the last time I tried to get you on, you were like, oh, I'm in Sweden tomorrow. And I'm like, Sweden? Oh, oh, you poor bugger. <laughs> yeah, I was working. Isn't it funny when you finally get a good location to go and work at, you get crucified, <laughs> but when you're doing the cold days down in Lonnie or something like that, no one cares about it. But yeah, you finally get a good ticket and you get crucified. <laughs> Thank you, Nims. I appreciate the fact you did actually reach out early in the year, indeed. Hey, Dino, last weekend, Australian Rally Championship here in Queensland, in sunny Queensland. Uh, I'm I'm a bit of a rally guy and I love watching rally, I love watching yeah, world same. rally, all that sort of stuff. I, I'm a happy man when I turn on the TV and I see the surnames Bates and Taylor back together again because it takes me back all those years when Coral Taylor and Neil Bates were together dominating and now it's now it's son uh, Harry. How good was that? Yeah, you're, you're right. It's, it is quite weird to just have the H instead of N for mm. Neil Bates on there and and Coral, what a what a super co-driver. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Molly can get away with this term of calling her super granny or whatever it might be, or the world's fastest <laughs> grandma now, But because um, she technically is one. But um, she is a legend of our sport, and, and I don't say that lightly. She's a, yeah, she's a Hall of Famer, you know, four-time Australian champion, one target has. So they've selected her for a reason. You know, John McCarthy stepped out of that car for a bit of a hiatus, and they you know probably could have had the pick of any co-driver's particularly in Australia, and they've gone with Coral for a reason, and she's stepped in. They've had a rough start to the year, uh, had pace, but, you know, unusually tipped one over, a couple of mechanical problems. Mm. Uh, in Perth, there was a few errors, but finally come together, and uh, they, they took the, a dominating win in a really tricky rally. And as it turned out, I think it shows the class of both and how mature Harry and Lewis have become to, you know, they've, they've been under the gun with some really fast you know, and talented teams and cars, and Queensland's extra tricky and it just showed their experience and the maturity they've got to uh you know realistically on the t- on that second day where they both finished within 16 seconds of each other and yep. quite a gap to third place which has been unusual for this series at the moment well i'll tell you what dino i uh was actually up at queensland raceway uh earlier this week doing some work and i heard this uh noise when i was refueling one of our cars and uh it sounded like a rally car to me and i'm like oh that's interesting at lunchtime i might duck on over and have a look and it was the Bateses out there doing some uh, passenger rides for their Toyota Yaris, uh, the Yaris Club, I think it was, which was which was quite cool. Got to catch up with with the crew because obviously I work quite closely with them in the in the Toyota uh, eighty six series. And having a chat to Harry, I said uh, it was Lewis doing the rides. Funnily enough, I don't know if you know this, but Harry uh, wasn't able to use his car for the rides, so, so Lewis was gutted. He had to do all the rides on his own, um, uh, but. From the last stage uh, in Queensland, heading to uh, back to, I think it's service, is it? You've got to get back to service, Dino, to, to finish That's the rally. Do, yes. um, yep. uh, Harry said to me he noticed some really bad fluctuations in his oil pressure. And by the time he got back there, realised that the whole head had cracked and Ooh. he was losing oil and water and the thing wouldn't have gone another 5Ks. Wow. You do have to be lucky sometimes. Mm. Now that you say that, somebody did tell me it was unusual because they went across the post-event scrutineering and someone said they had to put a whole heap of oil in Harry's car. And by that time, it was okay to do that. Just had to go and do scrutineering. Um, the interesting part about it is, one, how lucky are you? You're probably yep. a kilometre or two of, of having a DNF. Mm. Um, but those engines were absolutely brand spanking new from Europe for those cars. They've been sort of working heavily with Toyota Gazoo Racing and the World Rally Team 
to produce those engines and coming in. They wanted a little bit more horsepower out of them and they were seeking a bit of reliability, particularly from things like exhaust manifolds and stuff. So, wow, mm. to have uh, split ahead. Uh, that's big news. I'm sure they're delighted that you just shared that with the world, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well done for, for cracking that one. Yeah, you yeah, might not get yeah. the Toyota check now that you said that. No, I, th- I think I could be in a bit of strife there. But, you know, I, and, and a lot of people probably don't realise he technically had won the rally, so the competitive stages were finished. He was literally driving 30 kilometres or 40 kilometres back to service, and uh, you must make that trek back and check in um, to actually win the rally. So he could have actually DNF'd the rally even after all the competitive fast stages were finished. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Our, our sport's quite interesting in that fact. The, the best way to explain it is a bit like uh, golf. You've actually got to walk between the holes. Now, the Walking between the holes doesn't score, but if you don't actually make it through on time or you're a lot of time, you get penalties or you can be out of the rally. So you're exactly on the money, mate. Mm. Um, he'd done all the hard work, but if you don't get into that final checking control and put your car in the park ferme, you would you know, get penalties and he would have lost uh, lost that actual rally. So uh, whew, that would have been uh, nerve-wracking for them <laughs> if they'd, uh, they'd experienced that on the way in, the fluctuation, that's for sure, on that oil yeah. pressure. Hey, Dino, as I said before, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a rally guy and I really enjoy watching it. I really, I, um, what got me really hooked on it in the old days was like Nicky Grist and Colin McRae and the Subarus and, and, and uh, all those sorts of guys. When I look at, if I want to find rally in Australia. Ari Vartan. Or Ari Vartan was just, oh. that was, yeah, Tommy Mackin and all those yeah. sorts of blokes. I mean, they were the hero. They were the Peter Brocks and the Dick Johnsons yeah. of your as my generation, Carlos right? Yep. Carlos Sainz rolling the, the Subaru yeah, and Forest. Oh, oh yeah. no, that was Salika. Salika. Uh, Salika, sorry. Salika, yeah. Um, yeah. But when I look for the Australian Rally Championship, I know that it's on Channel 7, but I'm sort of conflicted about rally at the moment because I know that you're getting good numbers. But the coverage just doesn't seem to be there enough and, in you know, right in your front teeth. I, I want to know when it's on, where it's on, who's going to be there, all that kind when of stuff. When we can watch it. Yeah. And, and even when I watch the coverage, you know, your good self, you're commentating. Uh, Jess Dane's on there as well doing the interviews at, at, at the end of the stage, that sort of stuff. But there doesn't seem to be too many camera positions throughout the stage. There's a, there's a drone. I mean, give me a, a snapshot of the health of Rally at the moment because – but on the surface, it looks like it should be flying, but it just seems to not have as much coverage as it should at the moment. Am I wrong in thinking that? Uh, slightly. We're on the up and up, and the championship's becoming exciting. I think, like all these things, it comes down to budget. And, you know, back in the day, I mean, I've been doing off and on some media stuff for the ARC for the last 10 years, and, you know, it's a revelation when you might have done a Facebook Live and how good is that, and think people think it's fantastic, and then you check a Channel 7 logo on there and you get some social streamings up and all of a sudden it's not good enough, etc. Um, all I can say is that the team that produce what you do see, um, particularly on the socials and the mm. post-event show, um, do an unbelievable job for the budget and the resources they have um, and probably therefore are critiqued, probably therefore, you know, not entirely, you know, correct in my opinion because like I said, they are talented and some of the stuff they produce is amazing. Um, and I guess we've got to, you know, that fine tightrope between having what we have versus having nothing at all, because that's probably how close we are. And yes, the power stage is, you know, only got a couple of shots and stuff, but I mean, we, to produce that and get that up on live coverage for rally is very unusual to get, because the pre the, the post-produce show is, we know the results and you've got to be really a passionate person to do it. 
So in some cases, I think we're very fortunate that, guess what, we do have a live coverage. Yes, it's only got a couple of camera shots, but the amount of work, energy and effort to even get that up in the middle of a bush stage in Gympie or around mm-hmm. the country is mm-hmm. unbelievable. I mean, it's not... We can't just roll into, you know, Barber Galloway Raceway and set up three cameras and do some things like that. Like, it's an extraordinary effort. And yeah. what they produce for the resource they have, I think, is unbelievable. Could it be better? Yeah, of course it could be. Uh, and particularly when, uh, you know, but it all comes down to money, cameras, and we're a bit spoiled with things like WRC Live to have, you know, live cameras going into cars and things. But as you know, as you guys know about being around the sport, that's an unbelievable amount of technology and money involved. And also, mm-hmm. when you base it off things like even supercar coverage, the the coverage we get of motorsport here in Australia on those levels, like you know, via supercars, is probably the world's best at yes. uh, of of TV. To be honest, I think we all saw that when you you see Van Gisbergen, and we all watched that um, you know late at night watching, going, "Wow, our broadcast is very very good over here." Mm-hmm. The, the, the Yanks, as good as that series is, there, I didn't think their TV coverage was as good as ours was over here. To be honest, so we're a little bit spoiled for what we do get. But uh, like I said. It's, uh, it's on the up and up. It needs commercial support. It's a very difficult sport to cover. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. it's not an arena sport. And uh, with what they've got, if, you, if you're new in the background, I think the, we're, we're lucky to have it. But we, you always want to look at trying to improve it for sure. And are you likely to get that? Like, I, I think Steve and I are totally cognizant of the fact of, you know, what it costs and how many people and the infrastructure required and all of that kind of stuff. Are we likely to see that in the next two years? Do you think, you think that the series has got enough commercial momentum and enough eyeballs and earballs watching, listening and, and taking part in it that, that there is hopefully a group behind the series that is going to be able to achieve that next level? Because I know it's bloody expensive. I'm not, I'm not minimising it, but are we likely to see that? No. Oh, I hope so. But you've got to remember, at the moment, the support... Uh, sorry, the series looks very strong because of the type of cars and the competitors that we have and how close it's become and there's some really great storylines. But a lot of those are... Um, privately supported teams. So they're not actually having to or don't need to uh, you know, contribute anything to any of the budget. It's sort of just built into the series. And it's sort of where, I guess, when you get manufacturers like years gone by and the glory days you guys just talk about. I mean, when I was involved with Super Rally Team Australia, it was Code and myself and Toyota were running and they had Mitsubishi and stuff. The budget back then for television was a million dollars. It was, it was about 300 grand a manufacturer wow. to make rally work on television on Channel 10. Right. So at the moment, there's only the Toyota, you know, that are semi-supported by Toyota themselves with the bases, et cetera. The rest of the field is good as they are, and there's some great talented people and some awesome cars in there, but they're not really commercially supported. I mean, we're Subaru are interested. Obviously, with some of my connection, we're floating a one-make series that we just sort of launched some details on last year. That will help because it will bring, you know, uh, rallying up through the ranks of things like the manufacturers. And the good thing about having manufacturers involved is the manufacturers want you to know about it. So then, of course, they talk about it at their dealerships and at, their, at that level. And then you, you hear and know more about Rally because they're talking about it and you get a spin-off effect from that. So, look, it's definitely going the right direction, which is all we can ask for. But um, like I said, it will, it will take some commercial investment to sort of get things like the, the coverage yeah. up one, you know, another level again. So. Do, do, you know, do you reckon you know, getting someone like SVG, who we know loves Rally, He's doing a little bit in New Zealand at the moment. He has done one over here before he went over there and did, you know, I guess his first WRC round, which we'll, we'll obviously get into uh, in a sec. But do you think getting someone like him and trying to make someone like him be part of, you know, one of the rounds of the championship, whether it's, you know, obviously the next one at, uh, what's the next one? It's in Gippsland, uh, Gippsland and Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something like that. Do you think that would really help 
um, get some oh. more interest in bolster that that series? E- easy, easy answer. Absolutely. Yeah. The same way we, you know, the, the Australia tuned on to NASCAR and a lot of us yep. probably don't follow it intently, etc. Uh, no, he did that. The, the rally of Canberra did last year. Absolutely. He brings eyeballs. He brings good commercial support. He's supported by Red Bull. That has a spin-off because they want people to know about it. You get social media engagement. So, no, his his involvement would be would be would make a big difference for sure. And having mm. names like that, so yeah, unless we can grab a Stevie Johnson with some McDonald's support, I just heard about before <laughs> running in the ARC, so that could bring it back oh, up to where we need how, it to be. That would look mega, wouldn't it? How good would that be? Well, you'd, you'd I mean, to be fair, you'd want a full spec WRC car to be able to yeah, be competitive. Yeah. <laughs> At least, and if I have a massive shunt, they can say Stevie Johnson's just had a massive Mac. <laughs> That's very so it, it is going the right way. Like I said, we've got some really talented teams and drivers in there. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it, we're always keen to, to grow and be better. And, uh, but I think what we've got now, like I said, in the background for the, the little bit I'm involved in, um, you know, they do an amazing job to produce what they can. And, and yeah. like I said, it's, it's fun to be involved in. And, what, and, and obviously, following on what I just said regarding um, the WRC, uh, with Shane doing that round over there in New Zealand, what's the chances of us, uh, us tragics, getting another round of WRC here in Australia? It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah it's going to be a struggle. I mean, once again, it comes down to, to money and, and yep. government support, probably, uh, from that point of view. You know, where do you run it? How do you run it? Um, lots of countries, you know, they just run in Estonia. Estonia are chipping in uh, apparently quite a serious amount of money. So the, the WRC is also getting some you know, good support and, and each of those countries is contributing quite a bit of money. It's no different to trying to be in the Formula One circus. There's yeah. lots of politics yeah. and money involved. So it would take the likes of when we've had it here in the past, I think it was supported by you know, Destination New South Wales. So you know, it would take something like that government support of a region or a state to really grab it by both hands and being able to then execute a good event. So... Look, it's not the conversation. It's well above my pay grade to know, to be fair. But um, I feel it would be a couple of years off and take a fair bit of, uh, of, of public government clout to help help get across the line. I'll tell you what, I'd be, uh, speaking of destination New South Wales boys, I'd be watching the Newcastle supercars round because I reckon if that doesn't get up, there might be a little bit of Charlie Ash floating around the hallways of uh, the New South Wales. You should swoop in there like a seagull, mate, and pick up that cash. Um we're looking forward to uh, the rest of the, the Bosch Motorsport Australia Rally Championships. Next uh, month, it continues in the middle of everywhere Gippsland Rally. Tell me about the name, the middle of everywhere Gippsland Rally. What is what is the middle of everywhere? Is it a company or a sponsor? Because it's the greatest no, name well, for a motorsport event ever. Need, yeah, <laughs> you need support. That is Gippsland, an amazing place to go rallying. Actually, that's their catch cry for that region. So it's the well, middle of everywhere. They, they come the to middle us. of everywhere. Uh, right the on. middle of everywhere. So uh, ran there for the first time last year. Some pretty amazing and compelling roads, to be honest. And like I said, comes with great uh, support from that region. And that's obviously who's backing mm. it in is obviously uh, the, the Victorian side of, of the Gippsland area and, and those, uh, those regions. As you would see by... You know, what we had on the weekend, you know, I think we had the mayor of Gympie in there and we had an amazing, uh, what they call Wheels on Mary, one of their, or their main street, a uh, very vibrant street in the middle of Gympie on a Friday night. We, we put a big show and shine on and they had lots of fanfare and restaurants opened and uh, concerts and things. And I think they allegedly got up with 8,000 people there on the night on a Friday night. So you can well, see how we, we can really get the regions excited, etc. So. Uh, how did you find the accommodation in Gimpy, mate? Was it was it good for you? It was very noisy. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where we were 
very close to the main highway that runs through. And uh, in the middle of the night when the trucks must get the red light, uh, we, it does uh, interrupt the sleep pattern. But anyway, Just on the, down, uh, on the deceleration, on the air brakes right yeah. out the front oh. of your head. <laughs> the combination was fine. It's just a little bit of... Uh, Light uh, noise pollution going on in the background. So. Hey, Dina, I was just reading the uh, reading Nimsy's script here, uh, and uh, obviously Adelaide, which is very cool, getting a uh, getting a run in the Adelaide Hills, and and he has pointed out here that New South Wales massive omission from the from the calendar hasn't got around there. So, what's the go there, and are we going to see another one back in in New South Wales? Uh, once again, but my pay grade. Obviously, we had Coffs Harbour, which was off the back. Come on, of the mate, we've WRC. gone from WRC and we've we've tried to drop it down to uh, ARC <laughs> yeah, and New had South ARC Wales last year. <laughs> uh, no, we we pick. We obviously, as part of the rounds this year, we've we've had a strong run around the places apart from New South Wales. I believe, and like I said, I'll probably be shot the same way. You'll be shot with your Toyota comments before. Yeah. <laughs> um, potentially, Bathurst is on the radar for next year. Would you believe it? The New South Wales round, but in sunny oh, corner. Good. Uh, in the forest there. Yeah, they've got some pretty amazing roads in there. We did do a rally there many, many years ago. I did myself. So it's uh, looking to come back on. Like I said, it's not, I'm not part of who makes up the calendar and why and when and all the, all the politics of it. But I, I, yeah, we should have and always be trying to aim to have a round in New South Wales for sure. And I believe it's back on the radar. So. Well, mate, I've got to say um, our text line has lit up at, with appreciation that we're talking a little bit of rally. We love getting you on. Uh, Bad Graham has actually just quickly thrown one in here. Stevie J in a Yaris would be like Hightower in Police Academy sitting in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> She'd have a good grip off good the corner. Viewing, oh, no, it would be, be good viewing. <laughs> it would be good viewing. I think we need to organise that. Anyway, we say that every time you're on, Dino, that one day Stevie J and I will slide behind the, uh, the, the crazy wheel on a rally car. We just haven't gotten there yet, but one day. Well, if I get this one make WX challenge up, boys, I've got a car here, and maybe your names will be on it. I don't know how that's going to work from a damage point of view. I was but, just about, uh, I was just about to say, Dan, uh, talk to Stuart Laneham and ask him about last time that we slapped their names <laughs> under the side of a car. Yeah, and see how that went. In a smoldering pile. Did, I did not. You are seriously. You. <laughs> okay, so I revoke that. We'll we'll have conversations, but we'll uh, we'll I'll just have a chat to the legal department first. Yeah, it'll be a very brief conversation, I can tell you that. But, uh, hey, Dino, it's been an absolute pleasure getting you on board. Uh, as Maddie mentioned, uh, the next uh, next stop in the calendar is the middle of everywhere, Gippsland Rally in Victoria, 25th to the 27th of August, followed by the Adelaide Hills Rally in October. Then the championship wraps up in November in Canberra. Before we let you go, Dino, last time they had a full-on, last time um, the ARC was in Canberra, there was a big old... They made a big song and dance about it. You know, you could check out the cars beforehand. There was meet and greets, things like that. Do you know if uh, they're going to replicate that this year? I hope so. Uh, but like I said, that'll be in the lead up. We'll know more about it. But uh, generally, camp is a great place for rallying because obviously the stages are very, very close to town, which is awesome. So it's not too far to travel out. And we can either go and spectate or bring the rallying to the people, etc. So... It'll be a fantastic end of the season regardless and Canberra always put in a good show. So, yes, absolutely, that'll be the plan, I'm sure. Well, we look forward to it. And we also look forward to seeing you and Justine continuing with magnificent coverage on 7 Sport. But, uh, Dino, sorry we took up so much of your time, mate. I know what I said. We'll have a brief chat. Uh, it's kind of extended a little bit longer than I thought. But, hey, uh, till next time, bud. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Nice talking to you as always. See you soon. <laughs> Dean Herod's there joining us. And, boys, look at the text line. It is going off. Uh, yeah, like... And it's 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 not something that we cover a lot of, and Stevie J, and we probably should because yeah. there are a lot of fans out there, both from a domestic point of view and also from a WRC point of view, like Steve from Bayswater. Rally boys have the biggest kahunas in all of motorsport. 
I've got to tell you, Steve, not, not, I've got to tell you, Steve, at, at uh, listening and also Steve Johnson in the studio, you're 100% right. I mean, these, oh, yeah. I, I've only just sort of driven one and you wouldn't get me in the passenger seat of one. Yeah. And I don't think you'd get me in for a hot lap too. I like really? my, nah. I like, I'll tell you right now, I like my Toyotas on absolute tarmac. <laughs> Gravel and, roads. Thank you. No, and I like my Toyotas without a tree through the door. So <laughs> I'm, you know, just, yeah, nah, it's not me. I actually went for a ride with Neil Bates back in the proper, wow. not the proper W, the proper WRC car. Yeah, right. Back uh, up at, uh, up at Gympie. And uh, it was mega. It was so much fun. Unbelievable. You cannot believe how fast they are and how much grip they've got on the dirt. Mm. Um, another one off the text line, Mark from Sydney. Thanks so much for the rally coverage tonight. Really appreciate it. Mark. Any, we said to you. No dramas, Mark. We did say to you, it will be a, a while before we get, we'll try to get Dino, we'll try to get Molly, because Molly has been mm. on the show before as well. We've had we've had the Bates, both Bates boys actually on uh, the drive seat as well. We so, so mm. yes, mate, We if it, de- if it happens, we definitely will cover it. So do not go anywhere. But we've got plenty to talk about here on the driver's seat. A lot happening in the world of supercars. We've got the Sydney Super Night coming up. But all that and more up next on the driver's seat. <laughs> This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Off and running here at The Driver's Seat. Uh, and thank you to everyone that has texted in on the text line. 0433 is our number. Keep your text messages coming in. And if you oh, want to get in touch, Frank. Yeah, Frank from Fakatani joining in the conversation. And mm. you can join the conversation as well on the Facebook at Driver's Seat shows where to find us. On the Facebook. Um, <laughs> here we go. We've got... Can uh, I tell you? Yeah. I did that the other day in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> the two little Macs were asking me about something that it was on Facebook. They said, where'd you see that? And I went, on to Facebook. <laughs> it is catchy, isn't it? It is very it's so good. <laughs> uh, we have got, we've got a couple of uh, texts that have come through. Uh, while we're on rallying, uh, this is from mm. Tom in Hobart. What's Stevie Joe's take on what's happening with Targa right now? Not really much you could talk yeah. about there because not really. I mean, cut and dry, I mean, yeah, I know Targa, with, there's been a few deaths the last few years, um, and which is obviously not ideal, but. Hey, we're we're in motorsport. Yeah. Like seriously, I, I know there's a lot of red tape and stuff these days, and and I think it got to the point where most likely um, the regs that Motorsport Australia wanted to have met uh, is just almost impossible. So um, they've broken ties, from what I understand, with Motorsport Australia, um, which is obviously the gov- governing body that that help you know sanction mm. the event, mm. um, and you know they're most likely. Uh, I, and I don't know this, but I would imagine they're most likely looking around for somebody else uh, to sanction it for them um, so that they can run an event there next year. Like a double ASA like a double type ASA thing. or yep. something like that. There's, there's a few different ones. So, Which is that's what I run under, under TA2. Yep. I run it under double ASA. In fact, I've got a, both a Motorsport Australia and a double ASA license. Mm. There we go. Um, this one's for you, uh, Maddie. Hi guys, Mark from Sydney. If Mrs. Mac has banned Steve from truck racing, hopefully he can do some rally racing quietly. Um, sorry, I, th- I think I think Mark meant to, you know how you were banned from the Maybe, jumpy. You uh, I think you meant me. Yeah, you were yes. banned from the jumpy trucks. How do you, you reckon? How do you reckon H would go if you said, "Oh, I'm going I'm to jump into a Subaru and we're going to uh, and we're yeah, going rally. to the middle of everywhere the- Gippsland rally." In between trees. I reckon, yeah. I reckon it'd be a very short conversation. <laughs> yeah. But here, like, here's the thing about that. Um, ever since, I'd always harboured ambitions to go and do Target Tasmania. I think you've done Target mm-hmm. before. I've always wanted to do it. I thought it was going to be fabulous. And then 
And then my one of my heroes, the great Peter Brock, obviously um, ended his life on a forest rally yeah, or a he rally. Passed away, Targa. And uh, both my little Max said to me, "Dad, please promise us that you will never ever do that." So I made a promise to uh, to my two to never do it. So um, and I'll and, never be doing it, and, even though they're now grown adults and I'm a grandpa. I still won't ever do it. Well, all the more reason you are a grandpa. That's why Correct. I wouldn't be doing it. But um, Correct. Uh, here's another one too. This is a great chat, gents, and great guest. It was almost as good as a Gary Rogers chat last week. I think that's from our uh, old mate, Toby McKinnon. I was going to say, that Edition. sounds like the And I'm yeah. joined by Joe. <laughs> you can hear more of that fine work. Uh, 11 o'clock <laughs> every single weekday. And on what uh, Toby's <laughs> referring to there is he he does cover the, uh, the exciting, dynamic, and fast-paced Moving world of racing and pacing and harness racing, it. yeah, harness racing. He's all over, and and of course one he's of he's the Greg Rust of harness racing. Basically, or is he a doyen? He's the doyen. Mm. He's a doyen. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he Toby interviewed Gary Rogers, who is a massive fan and participant in the great state of uh, uh, great sport of pacing. Mm. Is that what you call it? Pacing, trotting, trots? I believe. The trots. trotting, yeah, trotting. Right. So uh, there you go. So Tobler, it was almost as good. But we love your work, son. I, I said to him, because uh, he went and said to me, um, when he, before he got Gary Rogers on there, I, he's gone, I've gone, so you got your t- Gary Rogers has gone from, you know, 60 years of 600 horsepower to now driving something with one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I, I, as I understand it, uh, GR's been around uh, trots and, and pacing for ever, 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 ever <laughs> in a day. And, he's, and he had a house in... Gippsland that actually had a track out yeah, there. That's right. Yeah. So there you go. So he, he's right into it. But, but into it. Toby, we love your input into the show and feel free to do it at any point in time. 100%. Uh, that, mm. that, um, but yes, you can enjoy his fine work as we just heard then. Edition. And I'm joined by Joe. <laughs> I'm joined he's he's going to have you for that one. Um, <laughs> uh, a couple more texts. One from Steve in Bayswater. Nimsy, no false starts. Well done, mate. I hope my start at the six yes. hour this weekend is as good as a start by Nimsy tonight. <laughs> six hour, Steve. What are you doing at this? What's six hour? Wait, What's six hours on this weekend? Give us a bit more details on that yeah. one, boy, Steve, if you would. Try that in, Steve. I will give yeah. you a quick plug. Um, here's another one from Zach in Canberra. Hey, we made it. Time for me to park all the Larko, Rindler, and Randall jokes. I've actually made it off the line with flying colours from Zach in Canberra. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, also, here's another one too from Dave in Carlton. Have we had Dave before? Uh, I don't think so. What do you reckon, Steve? I don't, uh, Dave I don't M. From Carlton. If I don't you, think if we you're have. A, if you're a first time, well, Dave, well, welcome. If he's a first timer, Maddie. Yeah. Mate, welcome to the family. Indeed. There you go. I say it every time. <laughs> and do me a favour, Dave. Uh, I was down in your town last week, and I reckon I got I got super snapped by one of your local constabulary <laughs> next to the uh, down next to. What were you driving, Matthew? The old juvie. Well, uh, what, Matthew, what were you driving? <laughs> yeah. I have always said that I will never ever purchase an electric car, but I was down <laughs> there the for some training. <laughs> And we hired a Tesla just for shits and gigs. And so the one time I drive it, I reckon I got super snapped. There you go. That, in that's, Victoria. Do you so. that is, that's divine intervention. That's Isn't like, it? Get like out how of good, how's that for irony? Yeah. I, I slag <laughs> on him for all these years. And then it's like, Mr. Tesla's gone, right, eh, son? I'm going to pump you up here. Well, you can't see the speedo, Steve. Mm. And I was doing 60. I thought I was doing the limit. I think it's a 50. You're playing knots and crossings on the uh, iPad? No. <laughs> no. I've been up since 3 a.m. in the morning. I may have been a little dusty. They're meant to be a smart car. What, they can't see the cameras in front of them? Fair yeah, different. even my even the, the my Camry from 2013 does that little, you know, the bing-bing camera. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, not in this day's life. Oh, come on, oh, mate. Cheap, my radar detector. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon I've That's just contributed to the uh, Victorian Christmas party. <laughs> well, um, get your messages coming through. A four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We do. We will. Li- we literally stop and do. Uh, we'll address because we've got third to, time. We've got. We've got to um, mention Stevie. Uh, Stevie S has just gone to mention it. Hey boys, six hour relay at the bat at Phillip Island in the mighty Mazda uh, MPS three. It's his third time. The, no, no, I think third time's Dave. Oh, right. My I think that's Dave. But hey, Dave, regardless, welcome to the family. Oh, yes. <laughs> and just if you if you wouldn't mind going down to the juvie hall there and just seeing if there's a still the... the Take st- your baseball bat with you. <laughs> <laughs> the super snapper out the front. There you go. Yeah. That's Well, it was kind of like... <laughs> As <laughs> the speed on the two buttons there. Oh, actually, so. actually, Nimsy, you could uh, you could just delay it for two seconds and then just do the snappies. Ready, set. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> go, this go. Is... <laughs> there you go. So that was actually Matthew going through it in a Tesla. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> whatever his name is, Ben Burger. I don't know hamburger. He he's fast. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. We've been, sorry. Chelsea uh, has texted in. Why are you saying Tesla and not Tesla? Sorry, oh, Chelsea. I didn't. Right, eh? Tesla. Didn't Tesla. Tesla. Am I saying Tesla? Maybe we're just Tesla. Saying Tesla? too fast. Tesla. Yeah. Right, eh? Okay. Well, Tesla. Tesla. That's in Tesla. Right. Well, Tesla. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll try to get oh, Elon on the phone. Potato, and see, potato. See what... But Chels, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we'll take a quick pause for the cause and actually talk about the Dick uh, Johnson wildcard that has been confirmed with Kyle Allen. We'll do that next here on The Driver's Seat. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We certainly are here on the driver's seat. And remember, if you tune into the all-new driver's seat app, it's got podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. But if you'd like to get in touch with us, it's very simple to do so. 0433981116 is our number. Keep your text messages coming in. As Frank from Fakatani often says. Or if you want to get us around the clock... At Driver's Seat Show. On a Facebook. A <laughs> uh, couple of messages that have come <laughs> in here at the moment. Uh, hi, boys. Missed the first 25 minutes, so nothing really to say, but hi. That's from Dan. Oh, hi, Dan. Thank you, was Dan. That, was, Nimsy, just remind me, was it Dan, do we think, last week? And, Dan, you can maybe check in with us that you were sort of preempting a sponsorship maybe going off on Tuesday of last week. If that was you, Dan, just let me know, mm. and I will mention your sponsorship yeah. of the Barguanas. Yeah. Um, so, mm. so we'll talk about that. If if that is you, Dan, jump on board. Uh, here's mm. another one too from Paul in Wynnum. Hey boys, do you think the Mustang will win another race in the Camaro Cup this year? Thanks. That's from Paul in Wynnum. Oh, good day, Paul. Um, no. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> no, maybe. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, it, it possibly will, but I don't think it's going to win a race at SMP, SMSP this weekend. Really? Yeah. No. Even so. so, just while we're on this, yeah, Nimsy, I could be, I could be totally wrong. And Steve, there's, there's, there's been a bit more um, tinkering happening by the propeller. Well, heads. there has, mm. and and I've noticed with all the press and all the other bits and pieces, they're explaining what's happening. And one of the big things that's happening is a smaller throttle body, but they're not explaining why. Now, Steve, you being a veteran, fifty-three year mechanic, what will a smaller throttle body do to the Mustang and its performance? Well. In theory, 
in theory, it will make it more drivable in, in regards to, I think I mentioned last week that boys were saying that it was a struggle to, uh, for drivability for them, which is then in turn making tyre life worse and all that sort of thing. So um, a lot of, the, it's actually quite funny because the Camaro already had an 80 millimetre throttle body, whereas mm. the, the Mustang had an 87 millimetre, so it's seven millimetre different throttle body. Right. So going smaller is not necessarily changing the power, but it's making the car more drivable, more responsive on the throttle. You can say the throttle response. Exactly right. right. And uh, so when you do move the throttle pedal down 10%, you can actually feel the car accelerating 10%. Whereas before they were moving the throttle pedal down 20% and then there was nothing happening. It was almost like driving a turbo car, Will Davidson told me. He said you put right. your foot down and there was a delay before things would happen and before the car would actually start to go. So you had to sort of preempt it and it was really hard to uh, to drive and, and that's why they're trying this uh, the small throttle body to try to rectify that problem. I think we're going to see, if, if that has the desired effect of the cars becoming more drivable, with the aero increases on the Mustang as well, even though Sydney Motorsport Park is a high tyre deg track, I'd like to think that we'll see a Mustang wing this weekend. Okay. Mm. Mm. I'd like to see it. I could be wrong. Um, let's, as he looks at me smiling. <laughs> let's, I don't know. Let's you want to put a, a, a McFlurry on it? No, a Big Mac. Let's put a Big a Mac. A Big Mac. There you yeah. go. Um, so I've got to come in next week with a Big Mac or you've got to come in with it depending on. So if, yeah. if Mustang wins, it's the challenge of the Big Mac, folks, for this weekend at Sydney Motorsport Park. Whoever wins sits here waiting gloriously for that for to all Mac. beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame for seed bun <laughs> for you to bring in. <laughs> If the Mustang gets a win, yeah, I get it. And if and if the Camaro, that's the Camaro white washes, If it's the sweep, I'm bringing you a Mac in. Yep, righto. Have you got? We've, Jeez, the stakes are high here, guys. Hey, yeah. Well, the Macs are high. The big Macs are high, not the stakes. Uh, righto. That's locked that in. It's the challenge. It's the Big Mac challenge. Okay, you've heard it around the country. You have heard it here live on the driver's seat. Done. Uh, that. Jeez, Better send out some invoices so I can afford it. Uh, just a quick reminder, too, while we are talking McDonald's, that the uh, new spicy, sticky barbecue Angus is at Macca's right now. So, um... <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> oh, Hey, uh, Nimsy, Dan just texted in. I made reference to Dan last week about sponsorship. Um, and I actually had a throwaway line, Steve, I think, in the show. I literally had a throwaway line, sir, where I said, Dan, you know, if you're, you're at the back, how did some forklift driver get the information onto the driver's seat and get in trouble? Well, roll me in batter and call me a flounder. Let me tell you. For a battered serve. Oh, for a battered serve. <laughs> the sponsor, new sponsor for the Bargwanas is a company called Hang Cha. Guess what they produce? Forklifts. <laughs> so uh, congratulations, Hang Cha and the Bag- Bargwanas, on your new partnership. Good to see you investing in Australian motorsport. Um, so, yeah, Dan just, Dan's gone and said, had a great start to the trades, though, with Jason and Ben at our stand. Both awesome. Mm. Has the S5000 yeah. and TCR car on the stand, too. Mega. That's good on you, Dan. They're good-looking cars. I hope you got that name right, too. For, Heng for Char. Yeah, otherwise Chelsea's going to be all over you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Thanks for thanks for giving us the, uh, the heads up, though, Dan. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, here's oh, one. he'll be pumped, mate. He's got his own sound effect. He will be pumped. <laughs> um, uh, here's another one too. Uh, da, 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 da. Is that a double Big Mac for two wins? Uh, that's Rob. Oh, Rob, if 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 it okay. So let's 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 tidy that up. If the Mustang gets away with three wins, oh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm I'll bring in two Macs 
and a pounder. Yeah, righto. <laughs> Two Macs and a pounder. And Matt's got to eat them. All <laughs> the on the show. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Mac is going to love you. Uh, yeah, righto. Good. We'll do that. <laughs> yep. And if the Camaro wins... A pounder and two max for your good no, self. No, no, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> here's, the um, here's here's one uh, back from uh, Rob the Ringer, who says, uh, "Well called on the DJR wildcard, lads." We'll quickly mention this. Um, I suppose Simona is a rare international driver that qualifies for a super license and a great opportunity for Kai. So uh, you might have seen it on our socials. Kai Allen and uh, Simona De Silvestro will return to the supercars grid. Kai obviously will be making his debut. This mm. is just at the Bathurst 1000, though. It's not the full enduro campaign, but no, uh, just the one. Yeah, yeah, just the 1,000, but um, they're going to have uh, a, a full Shell V-Power-backed Mustang as well. It's going to look different, so uh, very exciting times. Yeah, it's going to be very cool, actually. Good to have Simona back. I mean, she's... Mm. Uh, can drive. Can drive, you know, was... Um, you know, it took a, uh, a little while to, you know, just to get in the proper swing of things, but by the end, she was, um, you know, she was fast, mm. and... You know, she's done, what, what did you say, Nims? It's going to be her sixth Bathurst. Yeah, yeah, it is. She's had, And she's uh, done six no. Indy 500s as well. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that, that is cause, that is cause for a mm. super license, I think. You'd so, imagine. <laughs> you know, so, um, so yeah, and, and obviously young Kai has been doing a great job, and, and he's a DJR junior as well, mm. junior development driver, mm. um, and has obviously with the Super 3 uh, campaign last year and running, the fir- and running three rounds of Super 2 this year, Qualifies him for a super license now with the rule changes. So uh, finally come to their senses and uh, and and made a couple of categories. Um, you know, I guess heavyweights for mm. points for the super license. Speaking of super licenses, we're going to go to a break in a second, but I want to talk about super licenses. John O'Webb, Joey Mawson, <laughs> Premier. <laughs> Should we do that after the break? Yeah, we'll 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 take a quick pause for the cause here, and uh, we'll. As Finey used to say, a break and then another break. But uh, back with more here on the driver's seat, all thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Dog him, Brad. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Now, we're going to make this one uh, quick and fast because uh, we're going to be breaking away. If you would like to listen to uh, the coverage of the FIFA Women's World Cup with Peter Vlahos and Jenna McCormick on commentary, switch it over to SEN Fanatic on your digital radio or you can click the World Cup tile on the SEN app. But we will be sticking around till 10 o'clock, our usual time slot. Uh, But, uh, yes, if you would like to listen to uh, the Women's World Cup, it's like, uh, you remember, it's like, switch to seven, mate, now. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, whack it on. Uh, but if you do want to continue listening to the driver's seat, we're going to be here till 10 o'clock. We will get to your text messages in just a moment. So don't go anywhere. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. 0433 98 11 16. We see Smooth. your text coming in. Oh, no, Smooth it's seamless. So, Absolute seamless work by me here. You can tell, boys. Um, but mm. as uh, in the words, words of Finey, a break, and when we come back, another break. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, 0433-981116 is our number. Back with more of the driver's seat. Up next. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Great amount of messages coming through on the show this mm. week. Uh, keep them coming as well. 0433-981116 is the number on the text line. And, of course, at Driver's Seat Show. On the Facebook. If you would like to get in touch. Uh, here's one 
Dan's responded, uh, name pronounced perfectly of Hang Cha. Better than, uh-huh. my, better than my mum who thought we were called Hung Low, and that's not made up. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Dan's mum. Um, Steve S in Bayswater says, Simona and Alan will be a great combo if they get enough time in the car on the lead up. Kind of wish they were in the 500 though. Yeah, I mean, it'd be good, obviously. You know, we've spoken how good it's going to be for the regular co-drivers, you know, Mm. that that have been doing it for years Mm. uh, and how tough it was for them just to do the one-off race. So to get that uh, 500 under their belt, you know, blow the cobwebs out and get a bit of of race miles under the belt as well before the 1,000, I think is is super. And, yeah, they they might struggle a little bit. Um, I I believe they're going to do... A couple of test days at least, okay. so that'll that'll brand, a brand new car too. Oh, that was about to be my car. next question. We're on the same wavelength. Are they in the the boys are in the process of building that up now? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. So uh, so they'll be, um, I think they're uh, they're going to look at running that car in the next month or so, and then um, yeah, uh, yeah, give it a couple of runs before. Uh, before the uh, the thousand in October, so yeah, it's cool. going to be interesting to see how they go. Lots Rob, of talent in that car. Mm-hmm. Rob the Ranger in Camden has said, "Will Nimsy be okay with Simona not driving a Datsun?" Look, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a passionate Nissan man. You hear my Pintara every week. We do the power Indeed. rankings. Yes. Um, but uh, look, I, look, I'll, I'm, at least she's uh, she's in a Ford and a DJR car. So I'll be definitely well, supporting she's back, right? money out. Yeah, at 100%. least she's back because it was almost. Uh, when the whole Kelly thing happened and, and all that kind of thing, I think we were all kind of sad to see her go because she was just coming up to speed. You remember the, the bomb passes she was doing at Newcastle, Stevie J? It's just like the mm. the lights which just got turned on and then it's, see ya, mate, and she's gone. Yeah. So I, it'll be grouse to see her back. Um, here's one from... Maddie, Say that. Hello. Here's one from uh, someone in Toowoomba. Dummy! Thank you. Um, will super cheap triple eight car share of Pitman with DJR wildcard? Very interesting. We were trying to figure out the logistics mm. of that because, because mm. um, now it's said on Speed Cafe that the was it they're basically the wildcards are going to be away from you know the third garage. But if they're going to mm. share a boom, you're not going to put what car no, So they'll be away from the third garage of of their respective teams. So, so they'll be down the start of be, pit lane almost. They'll be at the, the very first oh, pit, right now. I get first you. two pit bays. Yes. As you drive over the 40k line, they'll be there'll be the first two Hard pit bays on the left. Right yeah. now, I'm yeah, with yeah. you. Now I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, very interesting, says Tommy in Toowoomba. Uh, mm. Another one here through um, from Tom in Hobart. Not sure if I could read that one about Webby, but good to see him back on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. That that sort of uh, being chased by various uh, government uh, agencies, departments would probably land us into a bit of strife there, yeah. mate. So yeah. we're not going to do that. But very but it, funny. it was it was really interesting about John O. Webb. Stevie J and I were talking about that we saw him at when we were setting up for the TA2 round at Queensland Raceway. He was testing, and we kind of fobbed it off, didn't we? Steve was like, oh, yeah, he's just having a bit of a skid, give some feedback, all that kind of stuff. But with Joey Mawson, unfortunate. And, look, I, I feel really sorry for Joey. Like he's a- Drugs don't make your problems go away. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> was that Skeletor or He-Man? He-Man. I reckon that was He-Man. <laughs> that was He-Man. <laughs> what a get from McKeldin. That was He-Man circa 1983. Uh he, you know, it's it's hard, Stevie J, because he's just got a supplement. He goes into the gym, all that kind of stuff. But I also know, on the other hand of that, Steve, there's an app you go to and you just check it against the app. So it's a simple action. It's not hard 
to take the wrong thing. I mean, uh, a lot of people think that... We've seen a lot of AFL could, players do it. We've seen a lot of a, NRL players yeah, do it. Yeah. Well, as a driver, as anybody, you know, sometimes in this time of the year, you're feeling a bit under the weather, you know, you got a bit of a sniffle and you're like, oh, geez, I don't want to get this... I want this cold to come in. Let's bang a couple of codrills down. Nah, boom, done. You can't. Like, I mean, there's stuff that you literally... Pseudoephedrine can't yeah, do it. Yeah, you just can't take. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know exactly what it is or what he's taken or what supplement he's taken, but... Um, but regardless, foot, it's, a moot, regardless. It, it's a moot point, though, because he did not – he has totally admitted to taking it. Yeah. So, you know, people are saying, oh, well, wait on the B sample. You, you don't have to wait on the B sample. He's admitted to taking it mm. because I think it was such a – like if it was if it was another illicit substance, he'd probably be hiding back going, oh, well, we'll wait for the B sample. He's come out ahead of this. He said, yep, this is coming out. I'm done. Mm. I've taken it. I don't know what it was in there. It was obviously something hidden in ingredients or something like that. But I feel desperately sorry for the bloke. After all the hoo-ha and shenanigans about trying to get him a super license, he's out there getting fit, takes this takes this stuff to lift more weights or I don't know, whatever gym folk do. Mm. And it's just it's just tripped him up. And at this stage, if they apply the letter of the law, Stevie J, he's every chance to sit down for 12 months. Yep. Absolutely. Every chance. And Absolutely. I think I feel so sorry for the bloke right when he was on the cusp, mm. right when he was on the edge of getting that enduro seat with Premier. But why do you feel sorry for Matty? I mean, there is a responsibility. You are, you, you know, you are a national level driver. Yep. yep. If not, you know, international yep. in, in the regards to a lot of this stuff. You know that drug testing takes place in motorsport. Um, yeah, because yeah, you're a pro athlete, so you know you're a this pro is just, athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you there is you know there is something as simple like you just said as an app where you go to and you type in whatever you like, whatever you're taking, and it will say yep or no. It'll be green or it'll be red. Yeah, and it's as simple as that. I wonder if the stuff that he has taken deep down in the ingredients list. Who's to say that Joey Mawson didn't go to that app and punch in every single ingredient and go and it goes green, 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 green. Who's to say that there's not an ingredient in there that isn't written on the label? And he and he goes, well, I'm all green here. I'm going to take that, and then it shows up. Well, if it's a if it's a supplement that's um, a readily available, uh, off the shelf, well kind known, of thing. Yeah. off the shelf. That's, uh, you know, it should be in the database. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like that's, that's, that's a, that's a massive, like, like, like those companies can't just do that. You, know? well, you would they, have thought they, not that that would be legal and action and, massively. And, and, absolutely. Yeah. yeah huge, yeah. huge ramifications for them. So yeah. that's highly unlikely in my view. If he tested positive for an illicit drug, you would smack him over the back of the head and say, mate, you got to do your time. Mm-hmm. You got to tell I'm I'm a great believer in you shouldn't pay your whole lifetime or dust a career over a very simple error like that, particularly if it's not massively performance enhancing. And he's not, we're just talking, he was about to take his first step. I just hope and pray for the bloke that if he is sat down for 12 months, that there is a genuine mindset to make sure that he gets jammed straight back into a car as soon as he comes off that. Because Joey Mawson isn't a drug cheat. Joey Mawson is not taking, as far as we're aware, illicit substances Mm. that you buy down a back alley. He's just taken a sports thing, a little bit like the great Keith Shane Warne did. 
Shane Keith Warren, the diuretic, he got sat down. I get it. And like I I said, there's been a lot of footy players that have just, like supplements that they've done, taken in the gym or something like that. It's not, uh, they Mm -hmm. just happen to have an ingredient that's deemed by Asada or someone as performance enhancing. So, and I think, I think Steve and uh, and Zach, who have gone and sent us some messages tonight, uh, have gone and summed it up. Uh, Steve has gone and said, I feel, I feel for Joey, works his backside off and obviously Mm. has made an error with the supplement, but it probably kills any opportunity now. As you sort of said, Matty, it, it probably parks him for a little bit. Um, and uh, Zach in Canberra says, if only Joey went with the tried and tested Junior Johnson diet at the Golden Arches, then we wouldn't be in this scenario. In all seriousness, no. The guy really hasn't caught a break since he returned from Europe. Yeah, and it, this obviously is a really divisive um, topic because there are some people uh, who will always take the the boat at either side, right? So uh, Greg from Upper Coomera, no sympathy for Joey, his body, his responsibility, but don't buy supplements from overseas as not all the ingredients are listed. And that and that's probably my point. Greg, his, his crime here is not necessarily that he's taken it. It's that he's bought it from overseas and it's got an ingredient that's not listed. Yeah. And, and that, that that to me is anyone can be susceptible to that. I, he might have looked checked on everything, but something's not listed, and he's got tripped. I think I there's a, why you got to buy mm-hmm. supplements from overseas, though. I mean, I'm sure there's, I don't know, there's elite athletes in Australia. Yeah. You could have probably rung the the Australian Sports Institute down in Canberra and yeah. and and understood what what you could take in regard to what you what he wants to do with whether it be his body or physically or. Or whatever it is for his training purposes. Yeah. Um, and they could have given him some pretty good information of what you're allowed to have. The end result is, looks like Joey sat down for the immediate future. And, uh, we, you know, we've got a, a very well-credentialed co-driver mm. in John O'Webb back at Premier. About this winner, race winner. Mm. About this Super 2 winner. winner. Yeah. Yep. Um, Can drive. One last just, one. Just can't run a team. One last well. one before we. Um... <laughs> well, that's fact. Yeah, I'm not saying that's true. I mean, it's it's not like Techno had a really good spot and then SVG left. Yeah. I mean, Will was pretty good there, and then yep. SVG peaked it, and then it. Well, Webby won Bathurst with Will. Yeah, and then it became a tish fight. Yep. After that. Really. Um. Oh, Keith seems to have done himself a mischief. <laughs> Uh, last one before we take a break. Mitch from Mulgoa says, what are the chances of seeing Stevie J as a co-driver in supercars? First off, is Mitch a new guy? Mitch, are you new? Welcome, And Mitch. where's Mulgoa, Mitch? Oh, hey, oh, Mitch. Did a cheeky Google. Wales. In New South Wales. Welcome, welcome to the family. Yeah. Love it, Mitch. But, uh, yes. Stevie What's the temperature in Mulgoa right now? I reckon it'd be chilly if it's in central western New South Wales or something <laughs> like that. Anyway. Uh, Steve, what's your chances, mate? How big would uh, the bag of money oh. need to be? Um, oh, big, big, uh, big. five zeros at least, five zeros. <laughs> and would it need to come with a complimentary gym membership to somewhere? No, but, you know, it's, it, we've got to go to Macca's on the way home. Yeah, and sure. you know those folks that are, are sadly addicted to gambling, sometimes they get a, they get banned from going into gambling establishments. Would we have to do the same thing to the Golden Arches for you? No, mm. you wouldn't You wouldn't want to sign a co-drive, no, mate, and come in here with a McFlurry. No, I wouldn't go there until after Bathurst, all right? I promise. <laughs> Did someone say KFC? I <laughs> um, um, one last one, actually. This text has just come in from Eka. Uh, hello, guys. Love the show. Just letting you know you're absolutely right. It's all because Channel 7 always does terrible cheap coverage. If sports governing bodies and fans want better, the best coverage that needs to be on Channel 9, the best wide world of sports expert team. And anyway, when does the TV rights end for the Bathurst 12-hour, 1,000 NASCAR and rally championships? 
Cool. That's a big deep dive there. Right, that's, that's a... uh, what, what are we going to have to do on the computer with that one, Nimsy? Leave that one with me, Eka. I'll do some creative Googling and we'll have a Google. look see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best, Damien Hardwick, and... Google it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you got in. <laughs> but uh, we'll t- we'll t- welcome, though, 0433 98 11 16, if you'd like to be a Eka's part of the new. show as well. Welcome yes. to the family. So, welcome aboard. Um, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and... Mr. McKeldon and Mr. Johnson mm-hmm. will be grading our Ooh, drivers. Yeah. It's our mid-year report card. It is but only back. the top 10. Is that right, Nimsy? Yes, because, look, we don't want to sit there with going, what do we think uh, Todd Hayeswood's done this year? <laughs> da, 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 da. Look, Why not? Todd might want to know. Todd might want to know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> hey, how's, how's his partner Alice on that million-dollar island? Oh, well, I never saw it, but I saw him post something about it that she almost made it to the final or something. Tell you what, if we see him... Right? Uh, if, if we see him at a um, million dollars in Charlie Ash up for grabs, yeah. might be seeing a couple more stickers on that cool he, drive. He's just bought his 2024 seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't go anywhere. Our mid-year report card coming up next here on The Driver's Seat. Thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. We're loving all the messages we're getting tonight and keep them coming through, guys and gals. Um, 0433 98 11 16 is the number if you'd like to get in touch. Before we get to our uh, mid-year report card, let's read some of these texts. Um, Hi, guys. This is Rob. In regards to techno, they really only became a shit show once Will left. Before then, they were quite good. Remember, Will and Webby won Bathurst, which I think you mentioned there, uh, Matty. Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. No, I I mentioned. uh, Or you mentioned. What, What do you reckon? They had three good years? Yeah, two, uh, one with SVG and two with, two with Wilbur, or the other way around. Yeah, I think no, SVG had a couple of years there. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, look, they did, and then it, it was, it was just kind of like the care factor crept in mm. once Will and SVG left, and it was like, well, a, I think eh. it was Fabian and Slady. No, no, I reckon it was JLB went across after Will to take yep. no, I reckon, and then that was probably the yeah, end. Te- yeah, and no, then no, began- well, no, f- oh, sorry, Fabian went. First Team year Sydney. premiere. Oh, Team Sydney. Team Sydney. Yes. Which was when yes. still, sorry. Yes. Oh, True. yes. We forgot about that whole. Yeah, it was, it was too. Because yeah. remember Moved JC, JC, JC. jumped. Didn't even, didn't even, or did he, I think he did Adelaide, didn't he? Did he? Adelaide. And then he bounced. And then Tijuana and Brass. Yeah. <laughs> or Chiminda Vass. Chiminda Vass. Although I, I, it's never been asked, but I'd love to know what happened to all that government support for Team Sydney. Mm-hmm. That because uh, it was a truckload of government wedge that went into that, I'd love to know where that ended up. Just maybe, it, maybe it paid off another <laughs> government wedge. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I remember. State of the art facilities at SMP. Yes, all of this. Correct. Da, 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 da. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, before qu- speaking of the Chiminda Vass, um, let's talk about uh, before we get to our media report card. I forgot to read this text. Evening, gents. Hope you're well. Just wanted your opinions on the manner in which Oscar Piastri has a driven the papaya billy cart, and B, <laughs> the way he's handled the preferential treatment of Lando. Oh, um... It's broken! It's broken! Especially the trophy, oh, Lando, mate. you peanut. Uh, <laughs> if, you didn't, if you didn't see that, He's Lando broke. Yes, it broke uh, Verstappen's Red Bull winning trophy. <laughs> it, on the it really was like when you play cricket <laughs> indoors in the living room. And it, <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
40,000 euro for that trophy, uh, just quietly. It says here too, Ooh, I'm starting yes. to get respect for the young fella despite taking Danny Rick's seat. Might work mm. out for the best if Perez gets the Chaminda Vars from Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my opinion, I think he's driving very well, remembering he hasn't had any of the full upgrades. And if it, again, if it wasn't for probably a bit of strategy call in Hungary, the undercut just wasn't as strong and, and Lando was able to jump ahead and apparently he had air quotes floor damage. Mm. Lando, of course, is going to get preferential treatment, and I might get howled down for this, Stevie J, but I think Lando deserves preferential treatment. He's been there for much longer. Mm. He is ground out with that team when he probably shouldn't have. Uh, He committed to a five-year deal, so I think Lando deserves absolutely every bit of preferential treatment in the world, particularly with a rookie. Rookie teammate first year in two. Yes, I get it. Yeah, totally. I I would be P1 double-fived. If after five years of hard graft, grind, shit results, a junior burger came in and they went, oh, here's all the new kit, mm. mate, Enjoy. the yeah. toys would be heavily thrown. Plus, Let I reckon Oscar it. knows his role. Like, he, he knows, yep. like, mate, I was, yep. I'm here to be, look, I'm happy, mate, I'm happy being the grid. Don't get me wrong. And I'd love to get podiums and whatnot. But, uh, yep. hey, look, I'm, I know who's number one and I know who's number two. He, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to have a very long career in Formula One. Agreed. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think he's got an issue. I don't think he's got a speed issue. No. He definitely hasn't got a race brain issue. He's Not very smart. clever behind the wheel already. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Oscar, in, you know, year three, four, five. Yep. I'm with me. you. I'm with you. I reckon it's a win, Stevie J, if he can get to the end of this season and have Lando looking over his shoulder. Mm. Yeah, I that's reckon, a, I reckon Oscar will get a podium this year. You reckon? Well, yep. yeah, you know, we stand to be corrected um, pretty well, both of us, I reckon, because we rolled into Hungary last weekend and said these updates were not going to work at Hungary. And even, I think, McLaren said that. Don't think that, that uh, Silverstone was an indicator, but boy, oh boy, did they come out strong. And, you know, got a podium. So good for them. Mm. Good for them. Um, uh, last one from Dean in Cobblebank. Hello, Dean. Oh, oh Cobblebank. I'm getting on the Google for that. <laughs> um, Where is Cobblebank? Uh, Dean, what a great name. Dean's gone and said, how many times do drivers get drug tested? And Steve, how many times have you been tested? Um, I reckon over my career, I reckon I've been tested probably eight or nine times, eight times. Yeah, right. I reckon. Do you yeah. just get the tap Anything on, on a Monday morning? Uh, you never tested on a Monday morning? Actually, actually, <laughs> actually, believe it or not. So when you, So just so you know, when you get drug tested... You literally, and, and it's nine times, well, seven or eight times out of ten when you're on the podium. Um, Jeez, you'll look. have, no you'll have someone. The camera uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll actually have somebody from Asada come and tap you on the shoulder. You just literally got out of the car yep. and go, hey, Steve, well done. I'm, come with me. I'm Matt from Asada. Uh, just so you know that I'm going to be uh, right next to you the whole time until you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm fascinated by this. So what's the process? Do you then, you jump out of the PJs or the onesie and do they then walk you to the Urano? No, no, no. You go, you don't have to go then. You go when you're ready to go. Yeah, right. Okay. So they don't tap and go, right, I, no, let's no, no, go for no. a squirt. So the first six or seven times or whatever it was, I'm like, yeah, no dramas. And I do the podium stuff or whatever. And, yeah. And then uh, do the press conference or whatever it might be, yep. and then and then go and do it. Right? Do they stand there? Yeah, they they, they watch it in they front watch of you. you. Yes, they have what no. to watch it exit. 
Stop it. Yep. So they stand in front and watch oh. the old eight-day clock. Yeah. Doing its thing. Yeah. And you, wow. Yep. Yep. So they watch it. So talk, oh. talk about stage fright. Talk about <laughs> stage fright. <laughs> talk about a retracting turtle head. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so they're going to watch it come out, right? And I'd... so you fill a little jar. Anyway, so. But I'd they've have to got ask a... for a beer first. <laughs> they've actually got a. Follow you until you are ready, and you can delay it for up to, I think it's 24 hours. Yeah, right. So this one time. No. So this one time. At band camp. At band camp. <laughs> I'd only been tested like a, a round or two before, and I'm like, are you serious? Come on. Yeah, right. Anyway, so, and I sort of had the, the poo-poos on. Oh. You know, wasn't that happy. Yeah, oh, right. Okay, so. No, no, not, careful, those not the actuals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to have. I, I got. I had the shits on. All right, I had the shits on, not yeah. the proverbials. Just wasn't happy. So I'm like, nah, fuck you, mate. So I um, <laughs> I made him follow me around you for probably it? a good eight hours, nine no. hours. We went for dinner. He came and sat in here at dinner. He didn't eat. He's watching what I drank and Feed eating. Income. Yep. And then uh, in the end, back to my hotel room. <laughs> Quite kissing a cuddle, and, and I'm then like, hey bro, <laughs> hey bro, come come in here. Come into my toilet with me. Come in here to my toilet, oh, mate. Oh, that is fascinating. Yeah, I said, no come out. <laughs> I had no idea that it was yeah. that comprehensive. Yeah, I just thought on. it was take the helmet off, mate. We're just going to go for a. Nah, it's up to you when you want to go. Snakes hiss. Wow. Yeah. Well, oh. fascinating. There's a little look behind the window, and I did look up Cobblebank, and it's at near Melton ah, in Victoria, lovely part of the world. There. there we go. Yeah. Um, yep. One last one before we eventually get to our mid-year report card <laughs> uh, from Steve in Bayswater. Oscar to get the win at Spa. You heard Ooh. it here first. Ooh. You did. All right, Steve. Pity you're not in Queensland because that might have cost you a Big Mac. <laughs> I reckon. We'll All find right. out this weekend. Now, let's get straight into it, fellas, because it is time for this. It's time for the driver's seat mid-year report card. Very simple. All we do is go through the top 10 and just give them a, a ranking. A, B, you know, you know how a grading system works. But uh, who wants to go first? Because we'll start off with P10, Mark Winterbottom. I reckon we go one for one. Yeah. Righto. We'll go one for right, one. I reckon okay. that's good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. Righto. All right. Here we go. You, Mark you Winterbottom. Start off. Mark I'll Winterbottom. Start. You can start with Frostman. Yeah. I've given Mark Frosty Winterbottom a C. For the first half of 2023. And notes, comments? In his Chevrolet. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's done a solid job. He's been, he's obviously uh, out driving Scotty Pie, which. Mm, very uh, much so, yeah. Uh, Scotty is, is. Cold pies. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's for, for whatever reason. You know, they used to go punch for punch, and, and Mark's just sort of got his measure a little bit now. Obviously, yep. had that race win, but, you know, I mean, you know, we'll obviously see Jack LeBrock's in the top 10 at the moment. He had a race win as well. So. Uh, yeah, I just think, see, solid effort at the moment. Um, got a good buggy underneath him. C plus. C plus. Inconsistent, but a good leader in the classroom. Mm. <laughs> He's got the win, so C plus yeah. for me. Okay. C plus. Um, uh, Will Davison uh, leads one of the, uh, the, the handful of Fords that are in the uh, top 10 of the championship. Uh, mm. His best was a third race 13 of the Triple Crown. 
Um, I don't know if you can call three a handful, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't, don't cut up rough. Don't get all shirty. <laughs> um, but um, when you look at when you look at his stats now compared to his 2022 ones, obviously mm. there's been a bit of adjustment for um, Wilbur and a lot of the Ford squad, to be honest. But uh, well, and that's not down to the drive, as we always say. The drivers haven't uh, haven't forgotten how to drive. Correct. So yep. Will Davison, uh, I am going to give a C. Mm-hmm. Going to give a C. Mm. If I could give his car a score as well, that would yeah, that would be. And and that's this is the this is the hard thing with these scores, um, Steve. If you're a Ford driver, it's very hard to get mm, anything because you're wringing the neck of everyone. So I'm going to say C, focused and a good effort. The results will pay off. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, never saw that on my school report, but anyway. <laughs> yes, I'm actually going to give C. Wilbur a B. Yep. Okay. Because I feel as though the the effort. Compared to the effort and and the quality of what he's doing as a as an individual, not yep. with the, with the equipment that he has, yep. has probably not shown in his results. Okay, I'd say that, that's a pretty fair assessment. Uh, yep. In P eight from Matstone Racing, Jack LeBrock, winner of race fifteen at the Darwin Triple Crown, Armroll Pole as well. 10 out of 17 top 10 finishes of the year. Compared to last year, he is absolutely flying. 21st in the championship last year with a best finish of P6 at Darwin and only two top 10s for the entire season. So, um, Matty, what do you reckon? Uh, okay. Um, I <laughs> We're going to throw to Steve there for the one-to-one. He just one, pointed anyway, to me. Um, Jack LeBrock, a fine effort. Uh, finally showing results after all the hard work. B plus. B plus. Uh, yep. I haven't got that little description like you've done. That's, well, that's because, that's like, you know, I went through high school. You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did, but I just didn't <laughs> remember it. There's a, a, a drive-by. <laughs> How's that for a drive-by? Exactly. Steve, <laughs> right. what do you reckon? <laughs> I'm just going to do it as I did it in school. B minus. B minus. <laughs> Bad job. B-. Need to speak to parents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in <laughs> too B- many days off. B minus. No, honestly, um, yeah, but don't forget, he's got such a good buggy. Okay. All of the, you know, seven, seven out, you know, as, as we know, the Chevrolets are quite good. So, uh, mm-hmm. and, but he has, he has been, um, a surprise performer this year. Yeah. Um, in amongst, in amongst all that. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, in P7 from Tickford Racing, Cameron Waters, uh, his best was the win of race one in Darwin due to triple eight being disqualified. He's had two arm Newcastle. Roll, Newcastle, sorry. Yes, correct. He's had two arm roll poles, one in Darwin, one in Townsville. Nine top 10 finishes out of 17 races. When you compare it to last year where he finished second in the championship with three race wins, 14 podiums, 29 out of 34 top 10s, and 10 armor roll poles. Uh, Steve, thoughts? I'm going to give Camo a B minus because the only – actually, actually, I'm going to change it to a B. I'm mm-hmm. going to change it to a B because I do think that his – Effort and reward haven't been quite there. A little bit like uh, Will. Yeah, a little bit like Will. Yep, yep. Uh, but I've changed it from a B minus to a B because he has had the best barbecue <laughs> this year. <laughs> oh, I think it's on everywhere in here, boys. Spot fires all over the place. Oh, James Courtney. James, oh, James Courtney would have a crack too. Same team. So. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, they, I think they, Cam's they the only one that actually put his own experience. fire out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very true. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I am going to give Cameron Waters a B plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows great patience uh, in in frustrating situations. I still think one of the top 
probably three drivers in the category. 100%. Yep. And, by the way, will be at Tickford next year. Is he? Oh, that's the hot tip. That's the hot tip. That is go. the hot tip. You heard it here probably about 43rd. <laughs> but, you know, I think he's I think he's going to stay at Tickford. There you go. They might have opened the wallet. Oh, Rod. Might have. Well, he, they also said he had an option on him. So mm. I reckon I reckon they've come in with the big rubber stamp and gone. All right, here's an here's You've a, got nowhere, boy. Here's another one. Um, in P six, uh, Andre mm. Heimgart. Oh, jeez, Louise. Andre Heimgartner <laughs> from uh, BJR. His best was a P two at the AGP Tassie and Darwin. He's had five podiums this year, nine top tens out of seventeen. Clearly, the lead at um, Brad Jones Racing. Last year, he finished 10th in the championship, so he's doing very well, is young Andre. Um, Stevie, what do you reckon? B+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Absolute B+. Plus. Um, great work ethic, great effort behind the scenes uh, at BJR, and no doubt the team leader. Yeah. Also B+, plus with the remarks of a future supercars leader. Yeah. Managing his team well and shows great pace consistently, a B plus. Yeah, definite uh, B plus there. But uh, we'll get into the second half of the top 10 in our mid-year report cart here on the driver's seat. It's all thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. One quick one off the text from Peter in Munta Bay. Uh, in regards to uh, to Steve's drug test that he had to do uh, for Asada. Stevie, should have stuck those little googly eyes on your old fella. Just for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done that, Pete? From on to Have I've you got, stuck the old uh, Google? The, the, the sticking, the sticking on is I've fine. Got, it's the removal that I've, might sting a little bit. I've got this vision of the Google eyes being there and then doing the helicopter. I just, I just <laughs> picture the, reason. I just picture the dude from Masada going, "I don't like when it looks at me, Mr. Yeah, Johnson." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks guilty to me, Mr. Johnson. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Back with part two of our mid-year report card here on the driver's seat. is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Time to wrap up our mid-year report card here on the driver's seat. Uh, P5 in the championship is Chaz Mossett. His best was uh, P2 at Newcastle in race one and two. He's had three podiums this year, 12 top 10 finishes uh, out of 17 races. Last year, he finished third in the championship with three wins, nine podiums, and 26 top 10s. Uh, Stevie J, we'll start off with you. How do you reckon the young Chazzy Mozzie's gone? Um, I'm going to say B minus, but it's just been a little bit disappointing for me. I mean, he had that one bout of pace at the start of the year, and they've struggled, the WAU guys. I mean, especially Nick. Terrible. But, um, mm, terrible. Chaz has not, although he has had, you know, um, in a good run race, of yeah. 12 of 17 top 10s. So, um, but just, yeah, just, just no pace, just no pace. I was going to go C plus, but I think I need to go a B. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, look, again, he's just one of the the Mustang runners that's trying yeah. his heart out. Yeah. He is the lead Mustang. And he so. is, you know, he is the lead Mustang and I think that deserves a B. Uh, and I don't know whether you guys have noticed, but it's a bit of a different Chaz this year. Not as much muck around. Yeah. Not as much hullabaloo. So, Do you reckon he's been told? Uh, no. Nah. 
No, just nah, him I don't think he to, needs to be told. I think, up a bit. I think he is, yeah, just grown up a little bit, had a few things going on this year that's that's sped up that grow up process. And I think he's trying, like every Mustang driver, trying his hardest. So I'm going to give Chazel a B. I reckon he's also, because him going to Walkinshaw, they pretty much rolled out the red carpet, did everything for him. And now he's probably thinking like, okay, they've given me everything I want. Time to, you know, knuckle down and. Oh, I, I think he's, he, he. He's a sort of bloke that will always go into something oh, knuckled yeah, down. But yeah, not, I, I not just, saying that he wasn't, but I reckon he's probably going right out now. Like we've had it, we've, we've won about this, we've done all this and that, but I want yeah. a little bit more here, so I'm gonna. Well, yeah. they've built a team around him, Nimsy. There's yeah. no doubt about that. So he needs to shine. And he, and you got to say too, it's been a solid investment for both because, um, and no offense to you know Scotty Pye and JC, but uh, Walkinshaw are a complete shell of what they are now in back then. Yeah, I think, well... Post-HRT, at least. Well, it's certainly post-HRT. Yeah. They've been in Struggle Street, but they've gone through ownership differences. They've gone through management differences. They've gone through partnership difficulties. Um, you know, I, I still think they're on the comeback trail. I think. I mean, I think I picked Chaz this year to win the championship, but obviously in a Mustang that's made all Mustang runners cancel them out completely, mm. Steve J. Maybe anyway. the Mustang championship. <laughs> Well, he could be. He's currently leading He's currently the Mustang the championship. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> the, Correct. The Mustang class. But, um, <laughs> P4 uh, is Shane Van Gisbergen. Three wins at Newcastle AGP in Perth. Seven podiums, 14 top tens, and two armor roll poles. Obviously, last year was the series champion with a record-breaking 21 race wins, 27 podiums, 24 out of 34 top tens, and seven armor roll poles. Where do we put SVG um, in what looks to be his final year? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Oh, I don't think there's much nudge, nudge, wink, wink about it. I don't think it's his final year, Stevie. B plus. B plus. Really? Yeah. I, and and that's okay. Tell maybe, me why. Oh, you know, same again. Just hasn't gone his way. He hasn't been comfortable. Yeah, he's uh, been very vocal you know, about how he doesn't like this car. Well, yeah. he's been as vocal as he's allowed to be. You know, because he got criticised heavily for it at Newcastle, which is ridiculous. You know, so now they're all a bit gun shy of actually venting what they really should be saying. But um, I just think that at the moment, but, you know, he, he is still an A-plus driver to me. Of course. Um, of course. You look at as much as uh, what happened, I think, in, in Townsville was crap on the Sunday. He was, he started last. Yeah. He got spun on the first lap. He was nine seconds behind the second last car on lap two or three. And he came back and he was actually in fourth spot. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. I Before totally he got agree. told the to swap, so he actually, you know, his uh, obviously Brock was in front of him. Um, so, mate, he's, he is still an A plus class driver. Just uh, the the B plus is is uh, Shane would be rightfully pissed at me if I gave him an A mm. while he's sitting fourth in the championship. Of course, yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Fair Simple call. as that. I'm going to give him a B. Yep, mm. uh, I'm going to give him a B because. He is easily one of the best drivers in our championship, and yet his rookie teammate is leading him. Mm. So I'm going to put B has dealt with various distractions in 2023. <laughs> yes. Needs to focus. <laughs> Needs to focus. <laughs> Needs to focus. Well, um, I had that on my school report. <laughs> in, uh, in P3, in P3, we got Brock Feeney, his teammate. Four wins, the AGP, Perth, Tassie, and Darwin. Nine podiums, 14 top tens, and three armor roll poles. Uh, last year, obviously, was his rookie season with that one famous win in Adelaide. Three podiums and sixth in the championship. Matty Mack, what do you reckon about young Brock? 
B plus mm-hmm. shows great potential. Looking forward to seeing future results from the young man. Mm. Stevie Joe, going to give uh, young Brock an A. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd go with that too. Yeah, I'm an A because you know 14 of 17 top tens. He's had three poles. Mm-hmm. You know he's had nine podiums. He's had four wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty solid start to the year, if you ask me. P3 in the championship. Yep. Um, and at this point of the year, I don't think you could have turned around at the start of the year and said, I reckon we'll be P3 in the championship, and I reckon the two Erebus cars will be P1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, no. yes. You know? <laughs> I think he's pretty uh, – I think whenever – you're right, because when, when everyone was doing their uh, – from – from the Castrol Motorsport podcast to Speed Cafe, everyone went and said that, you know, they were saying Mostert, Waters, uh, ADP, um, all yeah. uh, SVG as their championship contenders. No one, no one put... Uh, pick Brock or Brody or Will. No. Yeah. Um, should, so, we go to, should we go to Brody? Yeah, let's go to Brody Kostecki. P2, he led the championship for a good chunk of it uh, with two wins at the AGP, race four and race five. 11 podiums, 14 top tens and four armor roll poles. Last year, he finished seventh in the championship with two podiums and 16 top tens and a breakthrough armor roll pole. Uh, Matty, what do you reckon? A plus. Yep. Yep. A plus has focused, listened to none of the other distractions in class and has just gotten results. Yeah, correct. Hmm. Stevie Joe? A. A. I'm going to give him an he's, ah. He's still Apple. star of the class. Still star of the class. Star of the class. Yeah. Uh, solid. Uh, has probably not been as solid the last couple of rounds. Um, so I think that... That little taper off, he peaked, and then since he had the orange number, he tapered a little bit. Um, and then when he didn't have the orange number, then he started to <laughs> peak again. Yeah. So, yep, bit sure. of incentive. We'll, we'll a bit of incentive. Can there. I add one comment to Brody's A plus for me? Mm-hmm. Of course. We look forward to seeing how he represents the whole class in representative duties in the United States. Correct. It's like, it's like when you used to go to those trips. I don't know if you did this uh, back in when you were at school, Matty. You need, we used to have our trip to like Adelaide to go take on the yep. Adelaide Boys School or, or yep. North Sydney. <laughs> yep. And I love it. You know, how, you know what I love even more about that story, Nimsy, is it only referred to me when you asked it. You didn't even bother asking <laughs> oh, Stevie J. No, I didn't mean it like that. Jesus. No, remember Stevie J when we went over to do debating in Adelaide? There was none of that. <laughs> um or the math championship in Sydney. Another one here. Another one here. P1 with the orange on him. Uh, it is Will Brown from Erebus. Four wins. One in Perth. Two in Tassie. One in Townsville. Nine podiums. 14 top tens out of 17. Two arm roll poles. Last year, he finished 14th in the championship. By his standards, you could say an absolute Barry Crocker in 2022. But uh, Stevie J, what do you think of young uh, Swill in 2023? Uh, I'm going to give young Swill an A+. Yep. I think that he's started... Solid. He was there or thereabouts. He didn't let the success of Brody do anything to his focus on the championship. Great point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because really it good. could have quite easily gone the other way and knocked his confidence around. No, nah, he stayed to his true to himself and, and stuck to his guns um, and is now, you know, clearly one of the top – well, he's, he's leading the championship, but right up there with uh, – the the Shane Van Gisbergens, the Brody Kosteckis, and the Cam Waters, in my opinion. Mm. I, I don't think I can add more to that. Oh, it's an A-plus for me, too. Mm. I, the, but the bigger thing for me is how he has taken the ascendancy, he, how he's worked to go through the top. Yep. 
his teammates been dominating him and he's just slowly edged away, edged away, edged away, and he's got him at the halfway point. So, yep. yeah, I think he's an absolute A+. Plus and I look forward to seeing the rest of the season, Stevie J. Hey, Nimsy, I, I want to point out, we've obviously got a couple of texts in. One text from Steve S. from Bayswater, who said, Brock Feeney is overrated, best car and team, and only four wins in a competition heavily weighted to GM at the moment. I just wanted to point out to you, Steve, that... I gave him an A because of his consistency. Um, I don't think he's overrated. I think he's worked very hard mm. to get where he's he's got. And, yes, he is in one of the best cars in the field, but he's in front of the previous champion, his teammate. But you say only four wins in a competitionally heavy way to GM. The championship leader, mate, has only got four wins as well. Yeah. So, and he's in his second year. And he's in his second year. Yeah, I, not we love you, Steve, but I reckon our we could, we I don't think we agree on your opinion there. Hmm. But appreciate like a holes, yeah. we're allowed to all have one. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes, that wraps up the. We, we've got a fair few texts that have come through, so we'll touch on that in just a moment. We'll take our final break here on the driver's seat and wrap it all up. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. It's been a very busy show, so I can't believe it. Just as we're about to wrap up, we're only now looking at uh, Formula One and what happened in Hungary. But in case you missed it, Max Verstappen has won the Hungarian Grand Prix. Uh, Sunday's victory was Red Bull's 12th consecutive triumph, dating back to the season finale in Abu Dhabi. And they've beaten the previous mark set by McLaren in 1988. So uh, Mm. it's clearly Max Verstappen's championship this year. And... uh, yeah, what do you say? Except for, um, oh, there was also a bit of a resurgence by McLaren as well. Lando Norris finished second, while uh, Sergio Perez achieved third in Hungary. And um, as we mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, uh, Lando Norris, obviously being told, settle down, mate. It's all Lando's, uh, it's Lando's show today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but more importantly for us, Aussies, uh, I think Danny Rick had a great comeback. Uh, he out-qualified Yuki, made it into Q2. And then even though he got turned around, Stevie J at lap one, he was still quicker and still uh, made it up to 13th, I think. So qualified 13th yep. and finished 13th yep. after being bowled backwards. So for me, that's a win. Yep, absolutely. So many Super texts we couldn't get through to. Seven Steve. wins on a row for Max, though. That's pretty impressive. That's impressive. Very um, impressive. Apologies to everyone we couldn't get through to yes. tonight. But there's about five or six here sitting on the board we just can't get to. Sorry, but, Mark. Uh, win cut back at Triple Eight very quickly, possibly, maybe. Mm. Had a really Last good chat. resort. Last resort. Last resort. Had a uh, really good chat with Peter today. Uh, I reckon... Last resort. Mm. Uh, look, do that. if you would like to get in touch with this, you can do it around the clock. On the Facebook. Uh, at Driver's Seat Shows, <laughs> where you can find us around the clock on Instagram as well. We definitely read all your messages and respond to them mm-hmm. as well. But thank you mm-hmm. to everyone that joined us here this week on the Driver's Seat. We'll catch you same time next week.